You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules, and here it is in the beginning of August 2021. Well, how do I start? Because, well, over 15 years ago, when I was first learning about the Law of Attraction, I was told not to dwell on what was going wrong in the world. Just focus on what is going right. Don't focus on war, but focus on peace. Well, okay, I thought that sounded really good because truthfully, I only want to attract peace in my life. Who doesn't? But later, I felt the reason was very contradictory. It just didn't make sense. For for instance, if you see a hundred of beautiful horses galloping and following their leader, and you see that the leader horse unknowingly was going towards a cliff would you just stand there and let the horses run off the cliff one by one and not attempt to stop them well many gurus said yeah that's what you do that is after all the life that they chose and I always thought well okay that makes sense but what if some of them did not want to choose that path? At what point do you step in and direct them into a safer path? Well, some law of attraction experts said, do only what feels right to you, even though there's a possibility that you could go over the cliff yourself. Interesting. So by that philosophy... We should not even think of others or their well-beings or anything other than what fulfills the individual self. Hmm. I'm going to be truthful. I never liked that train of thought. I thought, wow, how selfish. As a matter of fact, had I thought that way, I would have never started Law of Attraction Radio Network which I think has helped millions of people for the last 15 years understand the power that they were born with, the power that they possess to create the life that they want. So let me get back to the point. There is so much misinformation coming out. And who do you trust? It's really a great question. Many people all over the world are talking about COVID. You know, that dreaded death sentence that you contract. And of course, that's not true at all. It's really something as simple as the flu or cold. Now hang in there with me on this because I've got some facts from a credible source that the mainstream media is not likely to tell you. What the mainstream media are telling you right now is that COVID is extremely dangerous, especially to senior citizens and young babies. They will talk about people who have died, the young ones especially. They make it a point to put it in your face. And you wonder why people are so scared of COVID. I especially see this on places such as Facebook or Twitter. There will be questions on Facebook that says, have you ever met someone who has actually died of COVID? And always, if you read the comments, yeah, there's people, oh yeah, I've known this person, this person, this person, and there's a bunch of them. But then I get down to the very bottom, and I'm thinking, wow, I talk to people all over the world. How come I don't know anybody that died from COVID? 
How is that possible? Having said that, though, I will tell you that I experienced a good friend in 2019 who did die of the flu, not COVID, but the flu. Now, I've always questioned the reason for lockdowns, shutting down restaurants, businesses, keeping people at home. It just didn't make any sense to me. People who needed cancer treatments couldn't get into the clinics to get their chemo. And to me, that was criminal. Life simply stopped because of COVID-19. People couldn't see their grandkids, their family, aunts, uncles, no get-togethers. We were forced to stop living life as we knew it. That just didn't make any sense to me. Today, I find out that there is zero evidence that COVID-19 virus even exists in our physical world. It's fake. It's a fraud. And that is just the common cold or flu. Now, hang in there with me as I tell you why I came up with this conclusion. Mike Adams, also known as the Health Ranger, is a very well-respected scientist and owns his own lab. And he wanted to explore COVID-19 himself because initially he said, pay attention, people, you're going to get sick. This is really serious. So I really noticed when he decided to explore COVID-19 himself, to put it to the test. And guess what? He came out and stated today that COVID is not real. As a matter of fact, he states that he actually tried to buy reference materials on COVID-19 so that he could do an analysis. And surprise, surprise, there are no certified reference materials that exist on COVID-19. Now, you would think that since COVID-19 is worldwide, there would be some lab materials on it, wouldn't you? Of course. What Mike Adams states is that there is no vial of COVID-19. There's nothing that you can dig into to decipher if it is, in fact, a virus. So the question becomes, how can you make a vaccine for COVID-19, let alone cure it? But he found out COVID-19 doesn't exist as an isolated virus. So how did they come up with the vaccine without a lab sample of the actual virus? I mean, how do you do that? How did they test the efficiency of the vaccine? Well, Adams explains, they have a digital file that they view from the CDC and FDA. They take the file and run the sequence against a digital pattern, right? So again, the question becomes, how can a lab that never had COVID-19 as a standard create a vaccine for it? How did they find out the stuff that will counteract the COVID-19? It's pure logic. How did they do that? Well, the FDA website now admits that they never had a physical specimen to actually create the COVID-19 test. Did you hear what I just said? They now admit that they developed the test using COVID specimens from the common cold, known also as coronavirus, to mimic the clinical specimen. Until now, 
the test that everybody has been using with that swab up the nose has not been able to differentiate between COVID-19 or the common cold or flu. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because the common flu statistics for the year 2020 shows a major decrease by 76%. That's right, 76% shows that COVID-19 will be demonstrated for years to come to be the typical flu. Now, this isn't saying that the flu is not serious. It is, especially for seniors. But the flu is a common occurrence. And there are flu shots available. But as of right now, no lab has isolated COVID-19. No test was created to verify its existence. It's all a fabrication. It's all fake. And Mike Adams verifies this. Again, the COVID tests are simply diagnosing the common cold or flu. For this, the powers that be ruined the economies of just not the U.S., but Australia, the, uh, the U.K., India, and the world. Isn't that amazing? Now, what does this have to do with the law of attraction? <laughs> Are you ready? Here's the perfect example. When I walk into a room of 10 people and yawn, three people will yawn back. It triggers a natural human response without even thinking about it in the brain to put more oxygen back into the body. But notice I didn't transmit any pathogen from them in order to create this phenomenon. No, I didn't. But it was based on seeing my yawn, which triggered the natural response in others. It's really quite simple, isn't it? What we put into our minds, we respond to. So the true reason for COVID is our thoughts. The media and the governments who forced the lockdowns were put into place to not only control the people, but to put fear in the minds of every location in the world. They knew the power of the minds. It's like the secret, the secret movie. Remember? They didn't want us to find out the truth. They used that fear in which to control us. And they named it COVID-19 when in fact it was simply the flu or the common cold. They created and placed it in the marketplace in which people could easily feed off of their fear. Now, looking back, over the last year. Do you remember the widespread fear that took over? Boy, I do. It was amazing. Absolutely an amazing time. The media and the governments were very complicit in putting the fear of death on everyone's doorsteps. And many people accepted this mindset immediately. Big Pharma, along with Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci developed a vaccine for an illness they named without using a lab virus samples. And these vaccines expressed spike proteins. The problem was not COVID-19. The problem was and is the vaccines. I encourage those who have not had the vaccines to make sure that you do not get the vaccine. And for those of you who have had the vaccine, I hope that you will dive into a vitamin protocol 
in which to keep your immune system healthy. That is extremely, extremely important. Now, back to COVID. If you look at the stats, influenza vanished for the entire year of 2020, and the CDC just now said that they are retiring the PCR test that was used to diagnose COVID, which now actually validates it as a flu. <laughs> Not COVID-19, but the flu. And yet, people are still being diagnosed with COVID with no symptoms and who are not sick physically. And I just need to tell you that those people who have no symptoms and are not physically sick are not infectious. They simply have a little flu virus within them. And this is extremely normal and no big deal. People's lives are being destroyed by this fraudulent PCR test that has no scientific basis. But here you are witnessing, upfront and personal, the power of our minds. Remember, no one, no one has isolated COVID-19. So therefore, COVID-19 is not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's a fake. So Mike Adams says, again, there is no COVID. There are, though, spike protein nanoparticles, which he believes was developed in the lab, but it's simply rebranding into a different kind of influenza. The whole thing is staged. They say... The hospitals are filled. But we all know, we've seen pictures. They are not. They're not filled at all. Everything was based on making money, which includes physicians and politicians and pharmaceuticals getting paid by the CDC and the FDA to push it out into the public. There's no physical evidence of COVID and we bought into it. Now, it's just not Mike Adams who is saying this. There are many, many, many doctors worldwide saying this. They're making everyone stand up and pay attention. So, the question is, how do we correct this mess? Well, first, you need to correct your beliefs that COVID was indeed a threat to you and your family. Do your own research, and I got to tell you, there's plenty out there. If you just set that attention to understand something better, well, the universe is going to deliver the information to you while you are searching for it. Somehow, Twitter and Facebook are out there to push the narrative of COVID fear, and so are many of our politicians Whenever I put viable proof on Facebook, they always tag me as partially correct information tag. Well, it's not me talking. It's the doctors of the videos that I'm presenting on Facebook. But I still get banned from Facebook many times. For some reason, they wanted to keep the fear alive. And I also live in California, and we're looking at another lockdown right now. Our new Governor Newsom purchased $1 billion in N95 masks from China within the first few days of his administration in January 2020. What does that tell you? And who is now facing a recall in September of this year? Did I happen to mention that he's the nephew of Nancy Pelosi, another Californian who is an elected official and who has become extremely wealthy as a politician. Hmm. But back to Facebook. I just learned that Facebook is tracking people who speak out about COVID. Interestingly, Facebook 
has all of your information, your address, your city, your schools, even your phone number. And if you've ever bought an ad on Facebook, they have your bank info. So that is why I have removed my personal Facebook page off of Facebook and Twitter. Although the Law of Attraction Radio Network has a page on Facebook, as well as Law of Attraction Magazine, I will not be purchasing ads on those social platforms because as a businesswoman, I cannot go along with Facebook's false narrative censorship. But I will be putting them on other social media platforms, especially those ones who are not censored. I do believe that Facebook and Twitter are in fact dangerous to the well-being of others through their censorship. The truth is not able to get out. How long have we been faced by the fear of COVID daily through Facebook and Twitter? It's been constant. They won't allow the real information to be put out. There's something wrong with that. So in fact, I do believe their censorship is very dangerous. And the fact that they accuse users, their users, of being purveyors of false information, when in fact they have their own false narrative going. There's something wrong with that picture. Now, this truly is an amazing time we are living through. And in the long run, it's great that we are going through this because yes, COVID-19 was a blessing to us. We saw the communism peeking over the fence, ready to pounce and delete the greatness of America. We almost lost it, but I think we're back on track. And I think we're gonna be fine. Let's get rid of the premise of COVID and release that from the world. It's time to start fresh, which can be done when we change our mindset away from the fear and back into creating a magnificent life. Remember, we just saw the law of attraction in action, not only in America, but throughout the world. So now let's take the focus off of COVID and bring back the life that is in sync with the teachings of the law of attraction. The time is now to start living. Are you ready? I am. Let's do it. The bottom line is this. The CDC is a criminal front. The WHO, the World Health Organization, is answering the call of communist China to cover up the original spike proteins of bioweapons and known a particle development program. COVID is the flu, and everyone made money off of COVID. This was created through payoffs of science labs faking the diagnosis with no certifying materials. Thank you, Mike Adams, for revealing this information to us. Everyone was getting paid to pretend. The cover-up is now being revealed. So, let's just get back to living. Take off that damn mask. Do what the senators just did in Washington, D.C. They took off the mask in defiance against another dictator known as Nancy Pelosi. So, go out and visit your family and friends. Don't worry if you've had the vaccination or you do not have the vaccination. Let's just get back to creating and making our dreams into a wonderful reality. The only thing stopping us is us. And we have the power to help change the world by understanding what just took place and making sure that it never, ever happens again. I think it's been well documented and the future will prove this out to be true. 
please, please, please do not be fearful of COVID. If you're not convinced that COVID is a fraud perpetuated on the world for financial reasons, then do yourself a favor and free your mind up from all of the worry. You can purchase hydroxychloroquine or other preventative products from the frontline doctors that you can find on the internet. That's what I did a few months ago. I bought hydroxychloroquine from a frontline doctor and I've got it sitting here in my home. If I get sick, you better believe I'm going to take it. And that's what gets me back to living my life. I'm free. I'm happy. And I am a magnificent creator. And I hope you will join me. Now I'm going to take a fast commercial break, but then I'm going to come back because I want to tell you some information about long hair. Did you know that long hair is actually an antenna that connects you to source. It's really fascinating. It's a great story. And I hope you'll stay with me to listen to it all. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Now you all remember the biblical story of Samson and Delilah and how Samson got so much strength because of his hair. And when Delilah cut his hair, he not only lost his strength, he also went blind. Well, it turns out that there could be something to this story. Long hair appears to be the antenna to the pineal gland, which is your third eye, or better put, your connection to the universe. That's why I always talk about decalcifying the pineal gland because this is where intuition comes from. The bones in the forehead are porous and function to transmit light to the pineal gland, which affects brain activity as well as thyroid or sexual hormones is very important. And cutting the bangs which cover the forehead impedes this process. But there's something more to this story that suggests hair is vital to our intuition. Now listen to this. The Vietnam War Special Forces in the War Department had sent undercover experts to comb Native American reservations looking for talented scouts for tough young men trained to move stealthily through the rough terrain. They were especially looking for men with outstanding, almost supernatural tracking abilities. Before being approached, these carefully selected men were extensively documented as experts in tracking and survival. Once enlisted, an amazing thing happened. Whatever talents and skills that they had possessed on the reservation seemed to mysteriously disappear as recruit after recruit failed to perform as expected in the field. So what happened to these talents and skills? Well, when questioned about their failure to perform as expected, the older recruits replied that when they received their required military haircuts, they could no longer sense the enemy. They could no longer access a sixth sense. Their intuition was no longer reliable and they couldn't read the subtle signs as well as to access extrasensory information. 
So the Testing Institute recruited even more Native American trackers. They let them keep their long hair and tested them in multiple areas. Then they would pair two men together who had received the same scores on all the tests. But one set had their hair cut and the other didn't. So they started performing tests of the recruits sleeping out in the woods. An armed enemy approaches the sleeping man and the long-haired man is awakened out of sleep by a strong sense of danger and gets away before the enemy closes in. But the ones that had their hair cut totally lost their intuitive ability to sense danger approaching. Isn't that fascinating? Now, science of hair was one of the first technologies given by Yogi Bahang when he came to America. The yogi explained that if you choose to cut your hair, you not only lose this extra energy and nourishment, but your body must then provide a great amount of vital energy and nutrients to continually regrow the missing hair. In addition, hairs are the antenna that gather and channel the sun energy or prana to the frontal lobes, which happens to be the new brain, the part of the brain that you use for meditation and visualization. These antennas act as conduits to bring you greater quality of subtle cosmic energy. You know, it actually takes approximately three years from the last time you cut your hair for the new antennas to form at the tips of the hair. Therefore, hair is an extension of the nervous system. It can be correctly seen as exteriorized nerves, a type of highly evolved feelers or antenna that transmits vast amount of important information to the brainstem, the limbic system, and the neocortex. Not only does hair in people, including facial hair in men, providing an information highway reaching the brain, hair also emits energy. The electromagnetic energy emitted by the brain into the outer environment. And this can be seen by the Kirlian photography when a person is photographed with long hair and then re-photographed with the hair cut. This shows that your aura is diminished and the energy surrounding the body is totally different than prior to getting the hair cut. When the hair is cut, receiving and sending transmission to and from the environment are greatly hampered. This results in um, numbing out. Cutting of the hair is also a contributing factor to unawareness of environmental distress in the local ecosystems. It is also a contributing factor to the insensitivity in relationships of all kinds. It contributes, get this, to sexual frustration. Now, maybe it's time that we rethink about the power of the human hair to connect to the intuitive and spiritual realm. You know, this is so fascinating. And it could represent the reason why men and women are so different, where society today actually doesn't prefer to have the men with long hair, and yet it is very acceptable for women to have long hair. And it could actually explain the male aggressiveness because of the lack of connection. So there's a whole slew of things that we could look at and actually see, well, wait a minute, maybe the men need to grow long hair. Many men in the metaphysical world have long hair and can actually connect to higher realms through the pineal gland. This is so fascinating, and I would love, love, love to see more scientific documentation on this. Now, wouldn't it be fascinating if everyone grew their hair out and we could actually shift the planet by the connection through the long hair? Wouldn't that be amazing? 
What an easy solution to the world's problems. <laughs> I love it. I find it fascinating that I actually started growing out my hair last year and refused to get it cut. And I've surprised myself by how my intuition has blossomed into something that is remarkable. So I think that for me personally, this article rings true. Now, if you want to read this article or other terrific scientific articles, go visit lawofattractionmagazine.com. I think you're really going to enjoy all the wonderful scientific information that we have about you, your intuition, and about life in general. Remember, all the issues are free and we have got mobile apps for you to go back and look at all the past issues. So with that, let's take a fast break and we'll be right back with five wonderful steps that are going to help you live your life to the fullest. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Need help realizing your dreams? As a hypnotherapist specializing in the law of attraction, Jules Johnson can help you to break through your critical mind into your manifested dream. Get started today by going to lawofattractiontools.com. Set up a personal Skype video or phone session. Law of Attraction Tools is there to help you turn your desires into reality. That's lawofattractiontools.com. Okay, we are back. Let's talk about the energy called the collective consciousness. Now, the more people we can connect with vibrationally, the bigger the impact we will have on the world in all countries of the world, and for that matter, the entire planet and even the universe. You know that you are part of the collective consciousness, which you can simply visualize as a massive energy ball surrounding the planet. And it's actually what is influencing your everyday thoughts and feelings. So I know many of you have felt sad or hopeless because you are very sensitive to this energy. Truthfully, we are all sensitive to this energy because you can just see what is happening in the world today, right now. The same energy here in my local environment in Southern California is the exact same energy that is in Iraq or Russia or China or Israel or Gaza or even Ferguson, Missouri. We are all being influenced by this collective consciousness because it is the energy field that is influenced by like-minded emotions, not just positive emotions and not just negative emotions, but the good positive are mingling together and the negative are mingling together. And at this point, particular time in history, the negative emotions are really becoming more dominant, which is affecting each one individually, keeping us in a stressful environment and not being confident of what the future holds. Every second of every day, you are contributing to this energy with positive and negative emotions. Today, by what we are experiencing with the wars and killings and the state of economy, well, it's based on how much negative energy that we are contributing to it. And even though we don't recognize that we're doing that, we are, in fact, playing into it. We have to recognize our part in this. So now we must be vigilant in monitoring our thoughts, our words, and our actions to build up more wonderful positive energy to counteract all the lower emotions that has grown into this dominating force to be reckoned with. So my wonderful Law of Attraction practitioners, I'm calling on you to not only shift yourself, but to shift the world. Recognize your importance to the collective consciousness. Now, when you create and manifest something that you desire, 
You are, in fact, empowering the energy to shift in the atmosphere, in the collective consciousness. You must create bigger and better things for you. If you are feeling unworthy of creating that which it is you want, you are, in fact, feeding those emotions into the massive energy bubble. And when you're sad or depressed or uptight or angry, you again are feeding into that massive energy bubble. The more you create the things that you desire and the more positive, happy, joyful feelings that you're putting into the atmosphere, it will actually counteract the negative energy that is stirring up all of the trouble. You know we are living in the most important time ever, ever. We, the human race, and our planet is at a crossroad. This means that the more positive energy that is put out there, the better off we're all going to be. Now, I've had Howard Martin of HeartMath state some pretty interesting facts that show that we can intentionally connect with this energy field to improve situations around the world. But look what we're doing. We are trying at that point to counteract the negative emotions in play. But wouldn't it be better if we just stopped putting the negative emotions out to this energy field altogether by first monitoring our thoughts so that we don't contribute to it? Wouldn't it be better if we stopped getting sucked up into the atmospheric emotions to begin with? So how do we do that? It's called taking our power back, recognizing the power of our thoughts. It's called constantly monitoring our thoughts to recognize that all of those really weird emotions that crop up must be shifted as soon as you recognize them. We no longer have the luxury of staying in our garbage for an extended period of time. So I've got five action steps that will not only energize the space around you positively, but it will help counteract the negative emotions that are already in place in the atmosphere, in our collective consciousness. As a matter of fact, you already know them, but I just want to remind you that now is the time to be extra vigilant about it. So the first action step is stop judging yourself and stop judging others. Stop the division that separates you from the others. We have talked about this so much because it's true. It's like a power plant exploding negative energy into the atmosphere each and every day. Keep yourself in check on this. Monitor your thoughts. And when those feelings come up, turn them off as soon as you can. Remember, you are allowing your perception of judgment to be sent out to the world. And the only thing that can come back to you is judgment about you. That's right. You will be judged as well. That energy is so negative that it builds up resistance to peaceful living and a peaceful world. Step two, to create a happier, prosperous, and abundant world, you got to start creating that for you. That means that when you get down, you got to pick yourself back up as soon as you can. Don't get stuck. Keep monitoring your thoughts and feelings. The energy surrounding this planet right now is so intense. You may have already noticed that things are being materialized or manifested at incredible speed. You have to be vigilant about everything you're thinking. And when you start feeling something that's not feeling right, you got to look at it. Don't put it off. Don't delay it. And the sooner that you do this, the more good that will continue to flow to you and the world at a much faster speed. Step three, even when there is discouragement and adversity, you got to be positive. Know that the best is on its way. I know it gets hard, but you must continue to work at shifting your thoughts. Remember, what you think and feel not only impacts you, 
It's impacting the world. When adverse situations occur, examine them for the possible good of what could come out of it. There is something greater than ourselves at work. And the infinite intelligence is really trying to shake us up right now and tell us, you've got to change first before the world can change. It's an inside job. When we change, then the world will change. Everything will become more prosperous, more abundant, and much more peaceful. It's going to be a happier way, but it depends on each one of us individually to fill that collective consciousness with this wonderful, incredible, beautiful energy. Now, step four, there's some very simple practices that will help you out dramatically. The first one is stop being rude. It's just pouring more negativity into the atmosphere. Let go of the anger at a faster pace. Don't hang on to it. You know, one of my favorite shows, and I'm going to be truthful, is the Housewife series on Bravo. It's such a great learning tool to watch human nature and the ego play out. The desire to destroy another's reputation is huge. It's a great lesson on what not to do in life. As a matter of fact, if you do the exact opposite of what they're doing on the show, you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor. This means to stop plotting against each other just to make yourself safe and secure. It also means to stop the blame game. Take responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, and actions. No one can hurt your feelings but you. It's how you perceive it. But the negative energy that comes from letting yourself get angry over it is exactly the same energy that starts wars. It's really a big deal. Now, the fifth action step is to start doing random acts of kindness. Remember that? When you start doing these tiny little things, you shift immediately from focusing on your own problems to being a service to the world. This is so powerful and it feels so wonderful. So that wonderful feeling that you are experiencing is being thrown up into that atmosphere, thrown up into that energy field, and you are counteracting the negative with feelings of being so worthwhile. You can also start dropping $1 bills in the grocery store. Pay it forward. And even easier, just give a smile to the stranger. You know, there's 1,001 things you can do immediately to shift the energy in your area. And they all are based by being of service to someone. Again, when you shift, the entire planet begins to shift as well. Now, here's what's going to happen almost immediately as you shift and keep on shifting. You will be a nicer person. You will begin to live a stress-free life. Your vibrational energy rises to new levels and absolutely amazing things will start happening for you because you're in that feel-good place. And at the same time it's happening to you, individually, something amazing is happening in the world as well. You are immediately counteracting that negative energy surrounding you and surrounding the planet, bringing more love, peace, and harmony. You know, I've always told you how magnificent you are, and I've always told you how powerful you are. But if there's one thing that I can get through to you, what you do, what you think, what you say, and how you act is a Affecting the collective consciousness and it's so important to do this right now it's time to let love peace and harmony dominate the energy in the collective consciousness you and I and the millions of listeners are going to do this so let's start creating and realize 
that whatever we do for ourselves, we are doing for the world as well. Today, science is proving what we all know intuitively to be correct. Using science to back up our intuition leads the collective consciousness into this powerful awakening. My goal is to awaken people to their power in order to create the golden age of peace and prosperity and abundance for all. So tonight I'm going to be talking about Russian scientist Konstantin Korokov who photographed people at the moment of their death and what the photographs show of the energy of the soul lead to my show. Now let's talk some science, shall we? Russian scientist Konstantin Karakov is the director of research at the Institute of Physical Culture in St. Petersburg, Russia, and has even been endorsed by the Ministry of Health of Russia. He is well known for enhancing the Curian photography used to see energy or auras around all living things such as plants and animals and humans. Now, Karakov developed a bioelectrographic camera in which the world can see a blue translucent light leaving the body gradually upon death. Now, this light is what he calls or refers to as the life energy or consciousness or even the soul. According to Krakow and his documented studies, the navel and the head are the first to lose their life force. And the groin and the heart are the last areas where the energy leaves. Now, this actually confirms what many hospice nurses report by observing the deaths of their patients. Karakov did a two-year research study in which he photographed deaths attributed to old age and young people resulting from death of an illness, and even people who suffered a violent and unexpected death. Now, this is what's so unique, because with the unexpected death, through his translucent light, he saw that this kind of death usually manifests a state of confusion and even a return to the body in the days following death. That's unreal, isn't it? He explained that it could be the result of unused energy or, on a side note for me, maybe because of the confusion, it is the soul trying to get back into the body. Very fascinating. Now, many countries and hospitals are now using this type of camera to monitor diseases in patients such as those with cancer, because it can detect all kinds of biophysical imbalances. In simpler terms, they are using this new technology to read the energy or aura of the body for healing purposes. It's been so effective that they can even detect emotions and untruths based on the energy field. So yes, his studies show conclusively that the energy of the human, of life on this planet does not die. It simply takes on another form. Here we are again. Science is proving that there is no such thing as death. You know, I really find Korakoff to be so fascinating as I started gathering more information so that I could do the show. Basically, he has virtually tested the energy in all living entities. And when he was asked about the energy and quality of food, he said, well, the food in America is not so good especially the energy in the animals that we eat because of the antibiotics and hormones, which actually decrease the vital life force energy. He talked of GMOs as well and noted that the seeds energy are different from the organic seeds. And he went on to say something very, very interesting. 
He said that the tests that have been performed on mice using GMOs or eating GMOs revealed that the most damage show up in future generations through mutations because of the changes to the body's DNA. In other words, the full complexity of GMOs will show up in your children and in their children. So it's time to stop eating the processed foods and the GMO fruits and vegetables and go search for locally grown organic food. Karakov talked about the energy of the water and concluded that water is either alive or dead. Live water is the flowing water where the energy builds, such as spring water flowing over those rocks. And this makes so much sense because for those of you who have stood next to a waterfall, you could definitely feel the powerful energy from that waterfall. And this is the same kind of energy that needs to be in our water so that we can obtain a healthy life force energy. Tap water, he concluded, is dead water and especially reverse osmosis water because reverse osmosis is basically stripping away everything from the water, including the energy. Yes, it's taking out all the poisons, but it's also reducing the flow of energy. So that is not good water for us. Now, I also found it very interesting that scientists in Russia are not paid, which means that they are not restricted on what they choose to research and develop. Whereas in America, our scientists are dependent upon grants, which specifies exactly what they must work on. Hence, our scientists are dependent upon payment and just are not free to explore fabulous areas that is actually encouraged in Russia. It's very interesting, isn't it? Now let's talk about Dr. Eben Alexander, a Harvard-trained neurosurgeon. For many years, he did not believe in any kind of afterlife. Life ended and that was all there was to it. End of story. And of course, that was the way Western medicine practiced. That was until he laid in a coma for seven days due to bacterial meningitis. Now, during this time, he had a near-death experience in which he had a heavenly experience and some not-so-heavenly experiences. But after seven days, he woke up completely cured of the meningitis. And as he came back, he recalled some vivid experiences that literally changed his life. He understood that the veil that lies between this world and the next is cleverly constructed by an intelligence infinitely greater than our own. And that veil is there for a reason. This earthly realm, as he puts it, is where we are meant to learn the lessons of unconditional love, compassion, forgiveness, and acceptance. On the other side, space no longer exists in the way it does here in our own dimension. Space becomes an illusion. This was vividly confirmed by internationally acclaimed movie critic Roger Ebert, who reviewed films for 46 years until his death from cancer in 2013. Roger Ebert was an agnostic. He would say he didn't know if he could believe in God, but during the last week of his life, he began to tell his wife, Chaz, that he had glimpses of another place, a world beyond this one. At first, she was concerned that these were hallucinations, perhaps brought on by his medication. But Roger was calm and adamant about what he had seen. Heaven was a vastness that you couldn't even imagine, a place where the past, present, and future were happening all at once. The day before he died, Roger placed a note in his wife's hand. It said simply, quote, 
This is all an elaborate hoax, unquote. He wasn't talking about his illness. He was referring to the world itself. That's right, because this is just an illusion. And Alexander goes on to explain, In the afterlife, all communication is telepathic. There are no need for spoken words, nor any separation between the self and everything else happening around you. All the questions you ask in your mind were immediately answered to you telepathically as well. In other words, energy becomes communication, whereas words simply cannot express the true meaning behind the thought, behind the energy. And also, we all have that voice within our head. And if we can configure that to be our inner guidance, we will be getting more infinite, intuitive information given to us simply by the power of our minds. When asked what Dr. Alexander wants everyone to know about the spiritual realm, he answers saying that you are precious and you're infinitely loved more than you can possibly ever imagine. You are safe. You are never ever alone. The unconditional and perfect love of the source energy neglects not one soul. Isn't that beautiful? Let me repeat. You are always safe. You are precious and you are so loved. You are never alone. And the perfect love of source energy neglects not one soul. And that's a great place to leave you until next week. Have a great one. Everything is working out perfectly. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.